0: Hello fellow Rebel Capitals, hope you're well. So we've got big news in the United States dollar. It's been skyrocketing over the last couple days and we've been following this very closely on this channel. Most of you know why, because the value of the dollar relative to other currencies is extremely important for the global economy. It's not just the the dollar-denominated debt, but it's also how much of this uh foreign currency cash flow let's say they have to use in order to buy things like commodities such as oil so let's use japan as a perfect example so japan has to import most of its oil so if the value of the dollar keeps going up and up and up even if the price of oil doesn't go up they need more yen in order to buy that same barrel of oil and then if the price of oil goes up as well then it's just a double whammy and it really creates for What's interesting is it creates a dynamic where you could see higher rates of inflation, but also it creates a dynamic where you see global economic output decrease, which would be deflationary. So like we say on this channel all the time, you can't just be in the inflation camp or the deflation camp. You have to understand that these cross currents are at play constantly. But let's get right into a chart of the DXY, and you can see exactly what I'm talking about. And what we've been monitoring very closely on this channel are these resistance levels. Ever since I hung out with Hugh Hendry, Brent Johnson, Jeff Snyder, and some uh, other hedge fund managers in St. Barts, I I, I realized that uh, although I'm no technical Analyst, Uh, I understand that these resistance levels really mean a lot to the people that are out there trading. And therefore, it's stuff that we have to pay attention to, especially as it pertains to the dollar. So, this is a five day chart, and you can see this just massive move in the dollar. And what happened is it broke through that resistance level at around 105.6. That's something that we've been following on this channel very, very closely. Because the next resistance level is maybe 112, 113, next one after that's 120. And I think that when we get into the 120 area, that's properly or officially the no bueno zone. And what I mean, that's a technical term, meaning that's when the central planners and authoritarians have to come together and say, okay, maybe we have to intervene here. Uh, we like the strong dollar. It's hurting our competitors. It's hurting our quote-unquote enemies, as the United States talking. But now, all of a sudden, it's it's starting to impact us because it's crushing all of our trading partners. So they come out, let's say, like a plaza, cord 2.0, something like that. So anyway, these resistance levels, very, very important. Now, it broke through. Let's actually zoom out a bit here. So this was that uh, prior resistance level called 105.6 roughly. And right about here, it's we were really talking about this a lot on the channel. We're saying if it goes above this 105.6, that is not good. And especially if it stays there a long time. It did this. It stayed up there. went up to almost 107 and stayed above this resistance level for about a week or two. And then it came back down. And what's interesting is it's been testing this level because you've got a resistance level. It kind of acts as a ceiling. But once the price breaks above that ceiling, now it kind of acts as a floor. And you're going to have a re, what they call a retest of that resistance level. And the more you have a retest and the more you see it bouncing and continuing higher and not breaking through and going back down to where it was, that means the move is likely stronger you see so that's exactly what has happened uh let me do a one month chart here to see if we can see this dynamic yeah so we got to 107 and then when we did we came right back down to 105 uh, you know call it 105.6 105.7 right at that resistance level and then just over the last couple of days like i said we've shot higher right back up to where we are right now 106.75 i mean we're getting closer to that 107 mark. And if we exceed that, I mean, then, then there's a, a very good chance that we get to 112. And just keep in mind, every single time we go another point higher, whether it's 106, to 107, 107, 108, 109, 110, this creates more and more pressure on the global economy. The, the, the best case scenario is the dollar would quote unquote crash down until let's say the mid 90s or even 90, even the 80s, that would be very, very good for the global economy. Now, of course, what would that mean to the US consumer? Now, most of you are in the United States. I understand that you're, you're, you're part of the group that I would call the average Joes and the average Janes. So now let's go over to a Zero Hedge article because I want to connect the dots. Uh, a lot of people say, well, the, the dollar relative to other currencies, I understand J- Japan or some entities out there might have a lot of dollar denominated debt, but you know what do I care? I really care about the prices of goods and services that I'm paying. I care about my paycheck, for heaven's sakes. I care about putting a roof over my head and sending my kids to college. So now let's go over to the uh, an article from Zero Hedge and this is record 49% of Americans say high prices are eroding living standards. Now most of you will say yeah George this is uh this is kind of uh the overstating the obvious. <laughs> it's like duh hello we've been living this for the last 2 years. I don't need Zero Hedge to tell me that Americans are really being squeezed by higher prices. But let's think this through, guys. Remember that over the past, uh, let's say, two years, we have had inflation go higher and higher and higher. Now, it is true that over the last year or so, we've had disinflation, where the headline CPI number has gone from, let's call it 9% all the way down to 3 Now we're back up to around 37 But we had that 9% number. And I I, I discussed this on a video the other day. I can't remember if it was a whiteboard or one of these live streams. But we uh, got up to 9% as the dollar was going higher. So now let's go back to this DXY chart. Oh, that's not it. Wrong chart or wrong wrong tab. Okay, so now let's go back to a five-year and take a look at this. So as you guys know, the, the CPI peaked out around 9%. Josh, can you while I'm doing this, can you give me the exact month that we got the year-over-year the year CPI up to 9%? I, I believe that was right around here, maybe? In, it was uh, June. It was June of 2022? Yes. Okay, so June of 2022, right about here. Now, pay attention to this, guys. Look at where the dollar is. and that is up from, let's call it a year earlier, when it's down at 90. So as the United States was experiencing inflation that we have not seen since the 1970s, the dollar was going up. It was going up dramatically. It was going from 90 all the way to, let's call it 105. So why does that matter? Well, it matters because most of the stuff that you buy daily at Home Depot, Walmart, Target, those are always the, the the main examples that I use in my videos. All that stuff, not all, but a good majority of that stuff that you buy is imported. You guys know that. In the United States, we don't make a lot of stuff. That's why we have these massive trade deficits. So we import a lot of that stuff and we export those dollars. So the value of the dollar really impacts the price of the stuff you buy at Home Depot, Target, and Walmart. If the dollar is going up, that means there's downward pressure on the prices that you're paying. Well, wait a minute here. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What are you saying, George? Because the dollar went up, but yet prices, or the CPI, still went from, let's call it 2%, straight up to 9%. But you see my point is that if the dollar would not have gone up during that time frame from 90 to 105 let's just say it stayed at 90 the the odds are very very high that inflation would not have gone to 9% it probably would have gone to 15% it probably would have been just as high as we saw in the 19, in the mid 1970s so again my point here going back to the DXY and where it is right now, is understanding that we're at 106.7. We've gone up from, call it 100, a few months ago. And at the same time, we've got articles and everyone's personal experience saying that inflation is still crushing the average consumer. Okay, well, what happens if we get up to 110, 120? Well, that's good as far as the American consumer temporarily. Because then what happens is the central planners have to bring that down. And as they bring that down, that might be great for the global economy. But guess what that g- does to consumer prices in the United States? That puts further upward pressure. Because the dollar has gone down relative to those other currencies. And the the entities that are making the stuff, their expenses are denominated, a lot of them, in that other currency. So if uh, you know the dollar is going down, they have to charge more dollars. Their stuff, so that puts upward pressure. And again, there's tons of variables here—thousands, millions of variables. But we have to understand that if this takes place, that this isn't just a global thing. This it will could dramatically impact the U.S. consumer at a time when their purchasing power is already decreasing. So then the next question becomes: Okay, well, that that 120—that most likely uh, creates the environment, a catalyst. For a global recession, so assuming that impacts the United States, which most likely would, because we know how the banking system works and the global monetary system works, that decreases dollar liquidity, which definitely would impact the United States, and that means the unemployment rate goes up. So you see that this is cre- this high dollar, and especially going up and up and up, you know, with the next resistance level at 112, the next resistance level at 120. This I think is the biggest. Piece of news. If you have to follow one thing, actually two things, if you have to follow two things, I think they should be the inversion of the yield curve and how that's playing out. And second, should be the dollar. Everything else pales in comparison to those two things. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market capitalism.